Take your Bibles if you have them or your device, whatever you use to read the Word of God together. I want us to go to Psalm 104. Psalm 104. Psalm 104 is an interesting psalm because it comes on the heels of Psalm 103, a psalm of David. And one of the things that you find all throughout the 103rd psalm is a phrase, Bless the Lord, O my soul. As a matter of fact, the 103rd Psalm begins with it. It ends with that same phrase. When you come to Psalm 104, I want you to notice what it starts with. Bless the Lord, O my soul. And as the psalmist records this for us in the words of this, I'd like to encourage your heart today from Psalm 104, because I will say this, if anyone today, everyone in this building, uh, we just need a little bit of encouragement. We just need a little bit of reminding, a little bit of just looking back and sometimes reflecting on where we are, what's taking place in our lives, and where we need to be in our lives as we serve the Lord together. You know, it's a good thing sometimes to stop and behold the wonder of the Lord. Just to stand back and just look. And I will say this to you, Sunday night, uh, out at our house, the eye went right over where we are. And uh, about 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock midnight, I would imagine we were getting winds probably 105, 110 miles an hour. Sounded like the roof was getting ready to come off of the house. You know what's interesting about those times, and here's what we begin to do, we begin praying. And one of the things that I thought about is why do we wait till those times come in our lives before we spend time earnestly praying and asking God to intervene in our lives and, and in what we do every day. And it's amazing how quickly we can call out to God when things get difficult. Well, in Psalm 104, which is an interesting psalm, the psalmist begins in the first four verses just to talk about the very majesty of God and who he is. Matter of fact, when you look at verse 1, it says, Bless the Lord, O my soul. It said, O Lord my God, you are very great. You are clothed with splendor and majesty. That's an interesting phrase there. In, as you look at the Hebrew text, it says in that, in, that, in that part of the verse, God's overwhelming greatness. And when you consider his greatness, it is overwhelming when you think about it. In all the things that God allows us to do and to have a part in, and I will say this right now, one of the things that we have a part in, and that is sharing the good news of Jesus Christ with those that we have an opportunity to contact and to be a part of. And so when we consider that in the majesty of God and who he is, verse 2, covering yourself with light as with a cloak. In other words, the psalmist speaking, clothed in regal glory, Stretching out heaven like a tent curtain. He lays the beams of his upper chambers in the waters. In other words, referred to here as the master builder. He makes the clouds his chariot. He walks upon the wings of the wind. He makes the winds his messengers. Flaming fire his ministers. That's who he is. The psalmist paints this picture for us of the God that we serve and the God that we worship. Clothed in majesty, we see the greatness of who he is. The one who created all that there is. Everything falls under his control. When you come to the next verse, verse 5. 
It says he established the earth upon its foundations so that it will not totter forever and ever. I thought how interesting for the scientists out there. You want to know how the earth keeps its perfect pitch? Why it keeps its perfect revolutions and rotations? You want to know why it hangs there by itself? I can tell you why. It's because God put it there. God set it there. God is the one who holds it all together. So when we consider ourselves and in, in light of this this tragedy and, and, and trauma that we have been through with this hurricane to step back and understand and realize that, hey, God knows already everything that is taking place. He knew it was coming. He knew what was going to happen and occur at the end of it. And so one of the things that we can do, and I tell you what, it was tough for me. Uh, it's just been a tough week for me. I mean, when you consider everything that we've been through and everything that has happened and taken place, I mean with COVID and then finally we we're able to meet back together and we started to see the numbers come back up and then the variant came in and everything went back to the place again and then we just started to kind of get back on our feet and now we've had a, a major hurricane. 2016, we had a major flood here. But God knows all of that. And so through all of these... The very one himself who holds all of creation, who spoke creation into existence, the one who holds it all together, the one by whom everything that we know of consists. Sometimes it pays just to stand back and to pause and just to worship him and to praise him for who he is, even in light of the difficulties. Has it been uncomfortable? Yes. Has it been difficult? Yes. Has darkness been a part of these days? It has. Has heat been a part of these days? It has. I told the folks from Texas, I said, just, hey, just hold on. Hang around here for a few days. The humidity will drop maybe uh, 5%, okay? But in, in light of all of this, God's still there. Verse 6, you covered it with the deep as with a garment. The waters were standing above the mountains. And let me tell you what the psalmist does. The psalmist goes all the way back to creation itself. And as he talks about the one who created it all, you covered it with the deep as with a garment. The waters were standing above the mountains. At your rebuke they fled. At the sound of your thunder they hurried away. The mountains arose, the valley sank down to the place which you established for them. You set a boundary that they may not pass over so that they will not return to cover the earth. You ready for this? That's God. That's who it is. Who's allowed us to do what we're doing this week? When you stop and consider, it's been Him. It's been God who's allowed us to, to have a part of this. Has it been uncomfortable? Sure it has. Has it been out of the normal path that we have been on? It has been. But here's what I tell folks. Yeah, things are different. Things are not normal. I don't know if they'll ever get back to normal. I don't know if they'll ever get back to where they were. But here's what we need to do. We need to pause and we need to look for opportunities today to still serve the Lord and what he's called us to do. Regardless of where we are. Regardless of what is taking place. From verse 10 all the way through verse 23, one of the things that we see is God's own provision for his creation. 
God ensured that all of his creation would have what was necessary. And so it's by the supplying hand of God himself that all of creation from the beast of the field down to the very springs in the valleys comes from him. It comes from him. You know, you don't realize how precious some things are until they're gone. That God allows us and provides for us until you don't have them for a period of time. And then when they come back, doesn't it make you appreciate them just a little bit more? Well, if I could encourage your hearts with this this morning, here's what I would like to share with you this morning. Is let God encourage our hearts. Let God encourage our hearts. I mean, in verse 18, the high mountains are for the wild goats. The cliffs are a refuge for the Shephanim. He made the moon for the seasons. The sun knows the place of its setting. Isn't that amazing? Let me ask you a question. Have any of y'all ever seen the sun rise in the north and set in the south? Isn't it amazing that day after day, it does what God spoke? to happen and it continues to happen verse 24 I love this verse it says oh Lord how many are your works how many are your works in wisdom you have made them all the earth is full of your possessions he is the source of all that exists on the earth it's who he is He is the source of all that exists on the earth. Verse 25, there is the sea, great and broad, in which are swarms without number, animals both small and great. The ecosystem of the oceans is an amazing thing. When you look at what they have been able to discover and find in the oceans, the ecosystems that are in place with inside of the oceans, And how all of that works together. You know who put that together? I hate to tell you this. It didn't happen by chance. God saw fit that every single level had what was necessary and needed. That's the God that you and I serve today. Verse 31. The psalmist says, Let the glory of the Lord endure forever. Let the glory of the Lord endure forever. Let the Lord be glad in his works. He looks at the earth and it trembles, he touches the mountains and they smoke. I will sing to the Lord as long as I live. I will sing praise to my God while I have my being. Isn't it a wonderful thing to be able to praise Him? Are you ready for this? Even if we didn't, God would not go without praise. You know, sometimes in my own life, while I've had to come to the point and understand and realize, and and I'm going to tell you something, I've had a lot of time this 
this week being out and about just to spend time reflecting on him and who he is and I don't know about you but my prayer life this week has been different it's been a different prayer life it's been a different prayer time it's just been a, it's been a different time for me and I don't know if it's because I'm getting older I'll turn 50 next year I guess probably this week from my own heart my own heart's desire is just to know God on a deeper level and to understand that when these things happen and when these things occur he's still there and oftentimes in our lives when we get to the point that we think he's not there it's not because of him probably more than likely it's because of us because he's there one of the things that I've shared with you before here God prepares a table for us every day desiring to meet with us every day and I've asked this question how often do we miss those times because it's not that God's not there it's because we don't show up for that to spend that time with him let me just say this to you this morning I know it's tough I know it's difficult to still praise him when things get tough but my dear friend everyone that's in this building this morning I want you to look at it from this perspective it's our privilege to praise him it's our privilege to be able to worship him it's our privilege to be able to serve him because of his great love for us and because of his grace and his mercies are new every single morning every single morning verse 34 this has been my desire this week is to let my meditation be pleasing to him let my meditation be pleasing to him and notice what the psalmist says as for me I shall be glad in the Lord let my meditation be pleasing to him and the psalmist says and as for me I will be glad in the Lord you know knowing all of this about God and I will tell you what I, in the last probably three days I've just kind of been thinking about today and and I will tell you sometimes you get to the point what in the world do you bring to all of those who are going to show up on Sunday morning at 1030 expecting to hear a word from the Lord I've gone through all the Psalms and as I was reading through them every single Psalm here's what I found over and over and over again going through the Psalms there's no reason to fear bless the Lord 
praise his name worship him for who he is and i mean it's just over and over and over and over and i got to thinking as i was going through there apparently that there must be something to that and one of the things that we can do is to praise him and to worship him every single day in spite of where we are but knowing all of this about god we have some serious responsibilities to fulfill and I want to give you three of them real quickly this morning. Number one, the first one is this, and that is to glorify the Lord through everything that we do. And folks, as we understand that this, this thing, this, okay, this thing here, and Gary and I have talked about this, all of this is going on and everything that's taking place, it ain't about us. It's not about us. It's all about Him. It's all about the Lord. It's not about, it's not about us. It's all about Him. And so one of the things that we should seek every day while we're out busy, while we're out serving, can we glorify the Lord in our serving? Can we glorify Him in what we're doing? Can we glorify Him? And I'm going to tell you something. Sometimes it just pays to come alongside of someone else who may be having a tough day. They're tired. They've been at it for a long time. And come alongside of them and basically just ask them a simple question. Hey, what can I do to encourage your heart today? Just to glorify the Lord in our serving. To glorify the Lord in who we are. Just to glorify the Lord in all those things that are taking place. The second thing that I think that we draw from Psalm 104 is this. We need to praise Him as the Creator. Just to praise Him as the Creator. I know we were looking at, I have a tree down, a big, huge hickory tree. And we took and, and Luke cut off some of circular cuts off of the end of that big hickory. And I turned that thing up and I looked at it and I said to me, when I looked at it, I said the very hand of God seen in the cutting off of that hickory. As you look at the grain and the circles and all of those that are a part of that hickory tree and to know there's God we can praise him as the creator for the air that we breathe for the water that we drink for all that we have for everything that we see for everything that's a part of what you and I enjoy every single day it comes from his hand so let's praise him for who he is just to praise him and let me say this to you. It's okay to raise your hands. It's okay to clap your hands. And let me say this. Even though you're in a Baptist church, it's okay to shout. <laughs> Y'all have been an awful quiet group this morning as well. I mean, I don't know. I mean, if anybody feel like shouting this morning, go ahead. You need to praise Him. Even in the difficult times, we can still praise Him. And then number three, number three, is to rejoice in Him. Whew. That's a tough one sometimes. 
We may not rejoice in our circumstances that are going on around us, but we can still rejoice in Him. Going through the book of Philippians on Sunday mornings, just really got good and started into it. The letter that Paul wrote to the church at Philippi, speaking of joy, known as a prison epistle, and the question has always been asked and was asked of Paul, how in the world can you find joy in the circumstances that you find yourself in? I will tell you why. Because the joy is not in the circumstance. The joy is in the one who you know in relationship. Knowing that where we are right now today, and I'm thankful that this is not all that there is to life. What I'm looking forward to? Brother Gary and I were talking about this, and we were talking about the days ahead, and he said, if the Lord doesn't come back and take us all home first. That's the way we ought to look at life every day. Matter of fact, Peter said, writing in Peter's letter, he said, with a sober mind, looking, for that time and that day that he's going to return. Is that the way we look at life each day? And then verse 35, the psalmist says, Let sinners be consumed from the earth, and let the wicked be no more. I want you to notice the way Psalm 104 ends. In spite of everything, Psalm 103 started with, Bless the Lord, O my soul. It ended with, Bless the Lord, O my soul. Psalm 104, Bless the Lord, O my soul. It ends with what? Let's say it together. Bless the Lord, O my soul. But the psalmist adds another line at the end of it when he says, Praise the Lord! I know you can do better than that. All right, on the count of three, let's do it together, okay? Are you ready? One, two, hold on just a minute. I want to make sure when we do it, I tell you what, let's stand together as we do it, okay? I want the live stream, for, oh, by the way, y'all are on live stream too this morning. We didn't think that was going to happen, but it did, all right? So that everybody out there, Mike, can hear. I don't know if they can or will be able to or not, all right? Let's see if we can raise the rooftop. One, two, three. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. You can be seated. I guess through all of this, and everything that's taking place and where we find ourselves today, I want to leave you with just a couple of closing thoughts. We must share the good news of Jesus Christ. That must be a part of who we are. Everything we hand out ought to come with the good news of Jesus Christ. You know, one of the things that we talk about all the time is sharing the gospel. Is sharing the gospel. We need to share the gospel with folks. Not just by words, but by action. So in our serving, 
to let those around us see, to let the community see that we're here for you. We're here to help you any way that we can. And oh, by the way, we've got something very special we also want to share with you, and that is the good news of Jesus Christ. Because it's Him that will help you get through this in your own relationship that you develop with Him. But we must share the good news of Jesus Christ so that they can also sing together with us. Now this is an older one. How many of y'all have ever heard this one? This is my father's world. Anybody? How many, how many of you have ever heard that? How many of you have never heard that? Wow. All right, Brother Red, we're going to have to find those, uh, <laughs> those words from someplace. In you. But anyway, this is my father's world. The world that I live in today belongs to him and who he is. Isaac Watts wrote many of the hymns that are in our hymn book. And I found these words at the close of one. He did a whole, he did a whole series on the book of Psalms. And here's what he wrote about Psalm 104. He said, Great is the Lord, what tongue can frame and equal honor to his name there's no way we can there's no way we can just for who he is just for what he does and the privilege that we have to be called a child of God amen let's bow our heads together as we pray Father, we thank you for your word. Father, I thank you for Psalm 104. And Father, as we just see you all throughout it, every line. Father, as we see you in your word from Genesis chapter 1, in verse number 1, in the beginning, God. And as your word closes with your grace. And Father, how we see you throughout all of its pages. And Father, I pray that during this week, as we serve together, as we minister to individuals, Father, may the hand on the other side, may they see you instead of us, May we be ambassadors for you in all that we do. Father, I thank you for this team that has come in to help. Father, I pray today that you would give them above and beyond their needs. Father, just supply for them everything that they need to help taking care of the needs of this community and us and Father I pray that we can come alongside Father and serve in our own community here and minister to our own neighbors here within the shadow of this church Father may they see you through it all may they see you for who you are
Father, may they just see Jesus Christ. I thank you for those who have come to know Christ through this. And Father, that's just the two that we know about. But you know all of them. And we thank you for that. And so, Father, I pray today that as we stand in just a moment, just to sing a a hymn of invitation, Father, I pray that for everyone that's in this building, everyone who's watching online with us this morning, I pray today that each and every one knows Jesus Christ as their personal Savior. And if not... Father, I want the invitation today to be very clear. And that whoever calls upon the name of the Lord, repenting of their sin, placing their trust and faith in you, your word says that you'll hear them and you'll answer that prayer. And you'll save them. And Father, we ask for that today. And we ask all of this in Jesus' name and for his sake. Amen. I'm going to ask you to stand together with me. Brother Red's going to come lead us. In a hymn of invitation this morning as we sing together, I have decided to follow Jesus. Have you? I trust that you have. Any need that you may have this morning, you may be here and don't know for sure that you've been born again. The invitation's open to you. I'd love to meet you this morning and share with you the good news of Jesus Christ as we sing together. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back, no turning back. The world behind me, the cross before me. The world behind me, the cross before me. cross before me no turning back no turning back though none go with me I still will follow though none go with me I still will follow still will follow no turning back no turning back amen you can be seated for just a moment and let me just share with you all of this that happens on this campus all across southeast Louisiana all of the 
disaster relief teams that are spread out across the southeast of Louisiana. All of these things that take place, all of this equipment that you see out here, all of this that takes place, takes funds. And it can't be done. And I will say this, God takes and multiplies and He uses. And we have the privilege to worship through our giving. And one of the things that we do, and one of the things we want to give everyone an opportunity for this morning, all of our giving ways are still possible. All right, uh, We have five different ways that you can give, especially during times like this. They're up on the screen behind me. Uh, you can see all of those avenues. Um, and then, of course, right here physically, you have the opportunity to give and to worship through giving. So this morning, uh, before we take the offering uh, here this morning, let's bow our heads together and pray and ask God to take it, to use it, and to bless it for his name. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the opportunity that we have to give to you, to give back just a portion of what you so richly bless us with. So, Father, I pray this morning that our gift would come from a cheerful heart, from a heart of generosity. Father, to see the gospel, to see the good news of Jesus Christ spread not only here, but throughout the U.S., around the world. And So, Father, I pray and ask this morning that you would take it, you would use it for your honor and for your glory, multiply it. Multiply it for the kingdom. And we ask all of this in Jesus' name and for his sake. Amen. but with modern technology I was told that anything is possible how many of y'all recognize the song that Miss Jenny just played this is my father's world um, we're attempting to see if we can find the words what a way to finish the service this morning than to sing that together and uh, I'm going to ask you to stand okay we're going to we're going to attempt to have the words up on the screen 
Green. Tell you what, our folks back there, they're good, aren't they? Huh? Just that first verse, Andrew. Just the first verse. Go ahead, right. This is my Father's world, and to my listening ears, all nature sings and round me rings the music of the spheres. This is my Father's world, I rest me in the trees of skies and seas his hand the wonders wrought all God's people said Amen. praise the Lord how about a hallelujah? hallelujah thankful thankful for who and what he is and done for us Amen. I hope this has encouraged your heart today I hope it's been something that you can go back and I would encourage you to do this go back and look at Psalm 104 look at Psalm 103 and 104 and look at the two of them together and let God just speak to your heart amen hallelujah I don't want to go <laughs> but I know we need to Gary needs got stuff they've got to do and uh, we just I just want to say thank y'all for being here Every part of the team that's been here that I've talked to have been nothing but an encouragement. And we thank them for that. Let's encourage them. Let's help them any way that we can. Amen? Let's bow our heads together as we pray. Father, we love you. We thank you for allowing us to be here today. Father, I just pray in the days ahead that we would find ways to not only praise you and to glorify your name, but, Father, to share the love of Jesus Christ with those around us. I pray that you would dismiss us now with your love. I pray that you'd keep us safe. And we ask all of this in Jesus' name and for his sake. Amen. One last thing real quick before you go. All of the Sunday school teachers... If I could have about five minutes of your time, real quickly, right up here. If you'll come up here right now, real quickly, all the Sunday school teachers. If you would see me up here, please, real quickly this morning. And the rest of you are dismissed, right?